I still had the long hair and the beard and so did Kyle. We had like, I don't know, probably bandanas on or something. And mm-hmm. we got this small Mayan shaman with us who just looks <laughs> cool as f- And we're walking in and everyone's just like, what is happening like, here? Like, so you're standing out. Not only are you about to oh, just yeah. go do like DMT in public, but, yeah. but exactly. also like you can't miss you. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and then again, going through my mind uh, is like, okay, he's, uh, he's definitely got a, a quiet space away from everyone. <laughs> we'll go we'll, we'll be woods. good. And we take 20 steps in. He's like right up here. And I'm like, you gotta be f-ing kidding me. <laughs> my life used to feel like I was stuck on autopilot, trapped in the same thought loops, worries, and fears. Then something major happened. Enter psychedelics. My name is Kat Walsh, and you're listening to Trip On This. Join me as we journey together into these mysterious realms, discussing everything from personal transformation, otherworldly experiences, and practical at-home tips. Welcome, fellow traveler, to the land of limitless possibilities. Welcome back, my friends. Today's episode is with Kyle and Ben Hanna. They're the brother duo behind the Canadian group, Mountainhead. I had so much fun talking to these guys. They were actually the first people that I had interviewed as I was getting ready for season three. And after I was done with this interview with them, I thought, God, it's good to be back. What a joyful, fun conversation with two extremely interesting people. This conversation is about DMT and how DMT really led them on this path of Well, they were doing music before, but really the sound and the direction that they are now on was attributed to pretty much one DMT trip that changed everything. And of course, we talk about psychedelics after that, the maintenance, breath work, uh, and also just how they've used psychedelics creatively to write music, to think of new ideas. I mean, the whole conversation is pretty psychedelic, and I think everyone's going to thoroughly enjoy this one. But before we get into this episode, I'd like to talk about my friends over at Double Blind. Double Blind is the world's leading psychedelic media and education platform. They talk about a range of different topics, everything from politics to the science, culture, sexuality, environmentalism, really the list goes on. What I personally love whenever I read a double blind magazine is that I absolutely know that the information I'm getting has been vetted, has been spoken to by experts, that has really gone through the rigorous journalistic process to bring me the most accurate information. Plus, they're not just a print and online magazine. They have a ton of different workshops on their website with top leading experts like mycologist Paul Stamets and researcher James Fadiman. Okay, now that you're stoked about Double Blinds, let me talk about two of the programs that they have going on right now. The first piece is the Double Blind Plus membership program. This is the definitive resource online for psychedelic education, workshops, consciousness shifting journeys, integration circles, and community. One of the biggest things right now with psychedelics is that it's kind of the wild west right now on the internet and trying to find information that is actually the most accurate and the most safe can sometimes be a journey in and of itself. Plus, to me, the community is everything. You know, as somebody who's in LA right now, it's not that hard for me to find psychedelic community. But I can imagine if you're in other parts of the United States or even other parts of the world, Having community to connect with who are also into psychedelics can be kind of a challenge. So if you're interested in taking your psychedelic knowledge to the next level this year, this membership program is definitely for you. And for the second piece, how to grow your own mushrooms. 
That's right, folks. A beginner-friendly online course that takes you from beginning to end in the process of growing mushrooms. From how to set up your tubs, how to, where to get your spores, where to get all the supplies. I mean, it will take you through beginning to end on how to grow your own medicine at home. The piece that truly stands out to me about this course is that you are going to have access to the experts in mycology, including Dr. Kay Mandrake, who wrote the psilocybin mushroom Bible. So that means that if you're growing your mushrooms and things are looking a little weird, that there is actually people there that can support you along this journey. And it's not just someone with an avatar on Reddit that you have no idea who that person is or if the information that they're saying is correct, right? Plus, you would have a lifetime access to a growers all over the globe who can also help support you in your growing process. If you're interested in the membership program or the how to grow your own mushrooms course, there is a link in the copy of this episode that will give you 15% off of either of the offerings. Or if you just head over to doubleblindmag.com and put trip on this in the coupon code, you'll also get 15% off. Happy growing, happy learning. And with that, please welcome Mountainhead. All right. Well, Ben, Kyle, thank you guys so much for being here. Welcome to Trip on This. These guys are the brother duo behind the psychedelic rock group, Mountainhead. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having us, Kat. Yes, it's a pleasure to talk to you. You And to be able to talk about whatever it is we're going to talk about. Oh my God. We're just, let's just get weird. You know, like it's, I'm in kind of like one of those moods today. I'm just like feeling a little spunky. So like, let's just... Let's just shake it up today. I don't know what's going to happen, sure. which which is fun for everybody. I was just telling these guys that this is my first episode back. And obviously my coffee is kicking because I'm like making <laughs> jokes and <laughs> we're going to we're going to get into some serious topics. But yeah, let's just let's just take it where it wants to go. So, you know, the I know DMT. All right. So for everyone, I know a DMT experience is really the catalyst for you guys coming into who you are as Mountainhead today, but let's go back before that. Like who is pre DMT experience, Kyle and Ben, what were you guys doing? What was before the music? Who were you guys? That's a funny question. It's hard to, it's hard to remember almost. And no one's ever asked us that either, but um... we've been, we've been doing the music thing for a long time. Uh, We've run, ran a studio while we're in it here. We uh, ran a studio for years, toured with bigger bands as like sidemen and, had our own band we were gigging in mostly uh yeah mostly music stuff but the the thing that kind of started it all was like a return to nature like going for hikes like going for hiking mm-hmm. hiking is like what if we really go back to where things started to change it's started with hiking yeah and then it started with weed, weed and hiking weed plus hiking <laughs> yeah 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 find that experience As you and do. then it just uh from that point on consuming nature kind of became part of our being and and when you say like so can you give me an example of you're you're going on these hikes? Is it just you're having revelations? You're feeling connected to your your bodies, or like, can you pinpoint exactly what that looked like from it was like change? it was kind of like at at a point where I don't know, it was probably like eighteen or nineteen or whatever, and you're like you just got through high school. We were both in business school and right. like yep. going to be this like straight laced steel trap thing, you know, like just totally. join the join the. <laughs> the sharp button up crowd there. And uh, it's, it's not exactly the revelations that came, but it was all just subtle stuff where like you start hiking again and you, you almost forgot about that whole cycle of life and you started to forget about mm. everything. Cause you got, you know, 
when you're in like high school and then you're going into college and university, you're like in this like hype train that's like hard to get off. Like it's really hard to see outside of it. And it was just one of one of my old friends that uh, we both thought we lived in different parts of the country, but we realized we were in the same town at the same time again. And uh, he pulled me out for a hike and then we all just started. Wow. hiking we had dogs and you know just unfolded from there i love for those listening they, they probably can't see you guys but the idea of like you your, your whole vibe and get up now like in the business world i was like all right you guys took yeah. a, a left turn yeah, uh, I yeah you got gold yeah. grills and like long hair and beards <laughs> and these like dope pads so i'll just like describe it to people it was that part of you know what's interesting for me is like you guys are like psychedelic in your whole vibe and what i mean by that is like to me psychedelic is more than just the drug right like it's yeah. about self-expression and about kind of going against the, the curve a little bit and like pushing against stereotypes and what people think and when i listen to your music uh it doesn't okay and maybe this is like on me but it didn't when i saw you guys it didn't sound like your sound didn't match but then i yeah. ended up loving it more because of that because i'm like what a perfectly psychedelic approach to be like, I'm going to wear my style. I'm going to wear what I want to wear and I'm going to make the music that I want to wear. And if it doesn't fit into the box of what you think, cat, <laughs> sorry, you know, was that, was that purposeful when you guys were putting together your style and how you want to present? Not really, but like we did, de we definitely get this a lot. Like it's a big, yeah, uh, yeah. just a position or whatever that word we get is it from ourselves a lot. Like we're also on the being like, what's going on? Yeah. And like <laughs> akin to what you're saying, like if you told me even just even four or five years ago that I'd be wearing grills right now, I'd be like, what the fuck? Are you about? <laughs> um, Should I get a grill? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. A psychedelic oh, yeah. movement. We're like, we're getting grills guys. <laughs> it, it all kind of just downloaded itself. You know, that kind of thing. I'm sure you're very familiar when, when you don't know if you're on the right path, little there'll be like little lanterns. Yeah. And you kind of just start pulling little that thread on the path. Because like, we, we, uh, we had decided when we, after we, we quit the band we were in and we decided to do this, the first thing that came to mind was everything's going to be black and gold. We already had black and gold guitars. And then we wanted to just communicate very clearly. Simple. Just like starting. Everything was like simple. Let's not start complex. And simple uh, stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the hats. Someone just suggested that we check out these guys, Coupe de Tet, who yeah. are custom hatters in, in Toronto. And that, I mean, that was its own snowball effect there. But uh, that kind of came around. But then we wrote this song, Make It Mundane. And uh, for whatever reason, when we were recording the vocals for it, especially, you know, when we're chasing down uh, the songs, that's the most fun because you're so free and like you're basically immersed in whatever's going on. I just had this vision that like we had just robbed a bank and we were like flying down. <laughs> uh highway and like a, a flying delorean and for whatever reason in that little quick vision we had gold teeth and i was like we should fucking do it i was like not yeah not really like, lol uh, yeah, like another yeah. thing you, you like, kind of say it as a joke but like you guys yeah, exactly. keep looking at each other like yeah but like are we are we <laughs> for exactly real <laughs> because we knew too like it's right on the line between like this is going to be cool or this is going to be completely stupid it's and, dope uh, by the way yeah. i love it well the funny Thank thing the funny thing was is we played a show around this time we were ruminating about it. And this again was before Mountainhead. And we were playing this, this residency we had and we were going off and there was this guy sitting side stage and there's never anyone side stage there. It's usually where we chill in between sets and we get off and he, we sit down and he smiles at us top and bottom, all golds. And we're like, <laughs> okay. Hey man. And uh, so he ended up hooking us up with his guy and it was, that one just seemed like, oh, this is too clear not to do it. Yeah. You know, like, 
those the guys the, right there. <laughs> those signs and synchronicities we were talking about right before we started recording, right? Like those, like, yeah, little, exactly. like yeah, the lantern, like the path, like yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, You're like, okay, good. I think this is. We'll chop this weed down. Oh, there's the footpath. We'll keep going here. Totally, totally. And so before we get into like how Mountainhead came to be, how how would you guys describe the music to people? Because when I listen to it, it's like it almost can't be pigeonholed. Really, like it's kind of got a little bit of rock, a little bit of pop, almost like. I mean, maybe R&B is like the wrong word, but almost like the weekend. That one's been coming around. The weekend, like that kind of it's like sexy and like vibey. So, like, what what would you call it? How would you describe (laughs) it? It's a hard one because I mean, it's it's basically like we've uncovered this fossil, and right now we've we've gotten up to the leg or something. Like, we're we're just just (laughs) pegging away at it too, trying to identify the species. I love Um, that. I love that. But it. It's it's always uh, like rhythm rhythmic centric, like uh, very groove based music. Yeah, and simple, like very like very simple stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, simple and just like I don't know. There's like something about it because we we write music and music beams into our head all the time. But there's times where you know like that's not a mountainhead song. But we kind of have this thing where like if it's gonna make you do this, like snarl a bit and bob your head, you start to like okay, there it is, mm-hmm. and like it'll turn it'll, it'll just it hits you right away when you know a mountainhead tunes around, and it's just like. I don't know. We've discovered a way to dance, especially Kyle and I, like with him on bass and me on guitar, instead of like playing exactly what each other's playing, we're kind of like, we play sub rhythms off each other and it starts to create like a bigger kaleidoscope of like interconnectivity yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Same with Kevin playing drums. Like if we all dance our own dance, like if the, it creates a bigger, a bigger dance. dance oh, that's cool. Everybody. Yeah. So it's I, been, and it's just, I don't know. It's a weird just by playing and like feeling, you know, over time, just totally. Being, like just following the flow, the creative exactly. flow. Of things. Like that's yeah. like the whole thing is just following that. Yeah, you guys have been a, a big discovery for me, and I'm really excited for people to actually like discover your music and and just who you guys are and how you see the world. Because um, because I have heard you guys speak a little bit. I love how vast you think about the world and concepts. But yeah, the music is actually like like good speaking of dancing like good dance music like it's like very like i can really see it's got a very commercial i don't mean that in a bad way but like it would work it would really work like it's not so niche in the way that it's like okay this is only a very like small subset that might like this like no i think a lot of people actually would really like it yeah because it does kind of give you the snarl and like the yeah genre is now a funny thing too is (laughs) because like some of our music is like uh especially when you see it live, it's a lot heavier than you might suspect because a lot of the times the fuzz kind of sounds like synth mm. in the recording. Right. Mm-hmm. But we, I, I think, I think there's a way we can kind of bridge the uh, electronic and the analog world because we're making stuff that sounds electronic, but we're using Les Pauls and, and Fender bases, like yeah. using, we're trying to like, not consciously, it's kind of happened. It's like, we're starting to use these instruments in ways that like they haven't really been placed in these areas before to try to like, mm-hmm. Hey, we could still, <laughs> these things are still relevant, eh? Like, guitars are still cool. Yeah. And, like, you don't have to just keep referencing the same stuff that's always been referenced with the guitar totally. or with the bass or with rock music or with dance music. It's like, let's let's get over this separation and get the melting pot going here. I love that. And that's for the whole of the world, you know, not yeah. just music. Because it's this whole thing is, like, these borders are like, ah, yeah. no, no, that's not allowed in here. It's like, yeah. no, no. Yeah. Let's get this whole thing going here. Yeah, we get very, we get very like uh, worried if it's not black and white. Like, God forbid, we start like dancing like gray territory and mixing yeah, things. Exactly. And, like, oh, like we can't make sense of it, and therefore it's unknown. And then we like yeah, short yeah. circuit. Yeah. Anyway. Exactly. God forbid we balance the boat. You know? <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 
Okay, so let's get into now, let's get into the fun stuff. How did Mountainhead now come to be? Take us back to the moment. You're on trip on this, right? This is a psychedelic podcast. So obviously, okay. this great is the name part. for the podcast. Yes. Thank too. you. Honestly, I love it. I trademarked it the minute I had. I was like, this for my clothing brand, for everything. I was like, that is sick. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Thank you. I appreciate that. It is. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I mean, where we go? Touring with the band wasn't too Yeah, happy it depends where it. we cut it off. Yeah. We yeah. we had definitely been so we had been we had definitely been introduced to psilocybin and LSD and uh MDMA and we were experimenting with these on and off stage and mostly in capacities that would be deemed more ceremonial than partying. Okay. Um but that led us we had this drummer um and we did this tour. We we did a tour across Canada with him. And he, uh, he was one of those guys that, you know, would go to those festivals with all the tribes and end up living with the tribe for a few months. And anyway, he's that character with us. And, uh, he gave us a call and he was like, Hey, the main veins in town and, uh, the main vein. uh, Right. Yeah. Hmm? So as soon as you hear that, you're like, go on. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Hmm. he's like, he's doing, his name's Maestro. I did some ceremonies with him in Costa Rica. Um, he's in Toronto we should do a ceremony with him he's doing mushroom and dmt ceremonies mm-hmm. and we're like okay well let's if it's the main vein then let's hit the main vein <laughs> yeah. And, yeah 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 uh, totally so we, we yeah we opted to do a, a dmt ceremony and so we drove down to toronto and uh, we went to this place called danforth which is in the east end and um we go to this just this apartment like, this random apartment this this nice young lady answers the door and we're like it kind of felt like uh the Oracle from the matrix, that kind of vibe going, going on. Perfect, yeah. perfect. And we're like, okay. So we're like just sitting down waiting and there's no shaman. <laughs> and we knew drew our drummer was going before we were. And, uh, I'm like looking up the stairs. I'm like, there's probably crazy shit going on. Up there. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then the front door opens up and in comes drew and the shaman and drew's face is woebegotten. Like he's looking like he just got spanked by the universe. Oh, wow. And, uh, the funny thing too, was we used to, kind of prod him a bit about this was like he was in this like full he had this meditation cushion this meditate like all this stuff to make the experience the experience right and uh but either either way the when you see someone's face like that and you're next yeah, in line, next you're in like, line totally. and you've never done it and like no. yeah 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 totally and like again we've had experience with altered consciousness but never with a shaman and never the one that's got the instant accelerator attached to it. Yeah. And so he sits down and we're kind of like, Hey, yeah, we can both go at the same time. It's all good. And he's like, hold on. Like, I want to do one at a time. Let's just sit here and chill for a sec. And so we just sat for 10 minutes. He played some meditation music and then he's like, all right, both of you, let's go. Sorry. Do you think that somehow he picked up some kind of a message or something that he's yeah, like, he said, nah, this, he these guys the need spirit. to be together. Yeah. He kept saying this, referring to the spirit and he was just like, okay. sit there and be and be say, I, I'll wait for the spirit to, come through and then mm-hmm. he'd be like oh you guys play music like it would just oh. hit him you know what i mean whoa like that and he'd be very subtle like looking at your face and then we listen to the meditation music and he'd be like your face changed he's just like looking at subtle tensions everywhere I mm. think, where he could notice it where most people are unconscious of it wow yeah. that must have felt like you were fun. in good hands then to have somebody it's, so oh, yeah. paying attention exactly. like that oh yeah for yeah. sure cool. yeah, we like it, it was that's the thing with any any of the really good shamans like the as as much of a stranger as they can be they're like a instant you're like i trust that person yeah and not like you know there's a lot of people doing all sorts of games out there but totally. there's a piercing glare you can get from someone whose feet are on the ground you yeah know? yeah and that's a good and that's so, a good message for people yeah. just the intuition and just like 
know, yeah. it's, it's, at the, it's at the end of anything else. It's like not just with a showman, but like anyone, like, you know, like yeah. is somebody telling, being in their truth or is this yeah. a little, so exactly. cool. All yeah, right. So, so you he, go in. Yeah. And so he's like, all right, come <laughs> with me. And we leave the apartment and we're like, fuck, where are we going? Like, yeah. I thought we were in a nice private area. And uh, here, like, what the hell? So we just walk a bit and he, he stops us. He's like, oh, the spirits are with us. He finds these three feathers and he puts them in each of our hair. And then we walk into this dog park. And there's fucking people everywhere. There's hundreds <laughs> of people. In the city. And then like the thing, even back then, uh, I still had the long hair and the beard and so did Kyle. We had like, I don't know, probably bandanas on or something. And mm-hmm. we got this small Mayan shaman with us who just looks <laughs> cool as fuck. And we're walking in and everyone's just like, what is happening like, here? What? Like, so you're standing out. Not only are you about to just oh, yeah. go do like DMT in public, but, yeah. but exactly. also like you can't miss ya. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and then again, going through my mind, uh, is like okay he's uh he's definitely got us a, a quiet space away from everyone <laughs> we'll, go we'll, deep we'll be woods. good and we take 20 steps in he's like right up here and i'm like you gotta be fucking kidding me <laughs> <laughs> like, brought out like kyle and i look at each other and just like neurotic the, the neurotic like, north american oh no are we about to uh, <laughs> what are we gonna do what if we freak out yeah. <laughs> exactly we're, like, yeah, we're gonna smoke the strongest psychedelic in front of all these okay. people yeah and then sure? like so he's like okay who wants to go first and i'm like i'll go and he's like, okay, sit at the sit at the base of the tree. So we sat at the base of a pine tree, and uh, in a triangle formation here. Yeah, triangle formation. Yeah. And he put the uh, the blanket over my head, and he comes over and he pulls out just like a straight glass pipe. It was just like an eyedropper with the stopper, the removed. stopper removed. Mm-hmm. And he is like, inhale slowly, and when I tell you to go, he's like, do it. And I was like, okay. And so we're hitting it, hitting it, and he's like, do it. And I go, and he pulled the the blanket from off of my head and it it almost felt like he turned into a raven and flew away but the first thing that hit me was like the strongest sense of deja vu i've ever had i was like oh god i was dreaming about this last night oh and then it was like intensity creeping up and i was like oh no this is the only dream there is and then it just went like a to like a, a complete tense point and it just popped like wow. all tension left the body and now you're rolling and whatever you want to call that space. <laughs> and I couldn't get Was there a letting go process for you or was it almost like involuntary? Like it was just doing what it's going to do and it just popped A bit you. of both. It was okay. like, I got to witness the, uh, the process, but I really didn't have a choice in the matter. Cause when it was doing the, okay. uh, when the frequency was building, I was getting tighter and tighter and it yeah. kind of just popped on its own. And I can remember my jaw opening and just like folding. Wow. And uh, then you're just gone from this reality. And what what was happening in the reality, from what you can recall? And then Kyle turned like, to you. The funny the funny thing was was like he was like you know when you get in this space, look around. It's gonna be beautiful, but we're here to work. Like bring up stuff you want to bring up. Mm-hmm. And he was like, the benevolent spirits will respect you, and there's gonna be spirits that are gonna nip at you. And I've always been like you know through previous psychedelic experience been like what are you what are the spirits mm-hmm. like what is there outside of me there is no there's no foreign invader mm-hmm. in my mind and i don't mean like in a egotistical sense i mm-hmm. just mean in the overarching spot so when i got in the space the disrespectful spirits were was my mind the english language mm-hmm. interrupting the flow of life and consciousness and the benevolent spirits was all the things i felt and knew to be true things that didn't involve words the, English language trying to distract me and be like, blah, 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 you know, mm-hmm. cause when you're going through those types of experiences, a lot of times the loops we get stuck on in my experiences, it will be the negative parts of our ego. 
because you're not going to be like sitting there and clinging to like, God, I can really play guitar when, <laughs> yeah, when things yeah. are going crazy. You're going to be like, you piece of shit. You're going to go at all the dark stuff. Yeah. That's just as much of an ego trip as your light stuff. Yeah. But it, it will keep you in that, that space. The so shame was, is harder to get out of because once you're pin negative, you just believe it more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was just kind of that. Like, I mean, the stuff I was seeing, it felt like just living and dying eternities. Like, it, wow. and it just was just such an immersive interactive uh experience i I can't even describe what the visuals would be it's like this moving geometrical world the gates of life and death i don't know like wow Wow. and uh there was like a yeah a couple things came up but most of it was just like you know be here now no matter what's going on even with the entire amount of like here's the chaos of the entire universe in front of your face like just sit here and witness it Mm -hmm. and anything that's going to come up is just a sticking point on your checklist of where you're going to, you know, curl in and, and not mm. shine through where you're going to get stuck and try to pin yourself back down. Got it. And, and so that was, when, sorry, go ahead. sorry to interrupt. So while you're being kind of shown like these worlds and things that are going on, were you having some of those loops, like you were mentioning come up and are you consciously like how, how were you able to kind of like let the English language go? As you said, it was, uh, it was laughable. To... Oh, really? In space. It's like, and that's happened to me on LSD too, where I've had all these things I want to bring to the space. And then when I get there, I laugh at thinking that they ever existed because it's only my own. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Re- it's me reaffirming this bullshit. And then if you're here now, what exists, you know, nothing it's, you have to go back into this remembering pile, which imprints the nervous system, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And you get into the loops. So it's been, it was kind of like that where it was like a feeble attempt for these to raise up in this space. And Got it was it. like, <laughs> see yeah. that these are little toys in the way, man. Wow. Kyle, what about you? How was your experience? So you, you uh, went, you did, okay. You saw him physically. Like yes. what was going through your mind? Or were you like, oh, my brother just like kind of became a, a Nothing. ragdoll. I'm just, pin, <laughs> I'm just pin paying attention. Just pin paying attention. That's it. And then, like, cause I don't like also, like, I'm just flabbergasted at the entire scene, obviously, cause I'm still watching the dogs go around as Ben's collapsing by the pine tree. <laughs> yeah, right. That's why I got in there. I was like, and fuck this, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go first. I don't need happening. to see this. Yeah. But, he, but Maestro has got this thing spinning behind Ben and then is going like this. And as he's doing that, Ben's spine starting to react and lift upwards again whoa so it, it's very super strange like again dogs everywhere people everywhere this is happening and uh so my experience was basically identical really the collapse the i could but this time like i saw it in like the third person now i'm in first person experiencing it and like i can feel maestro doing the same thing to me I, but now like I, I know he's there whatever that means right like mm-hmm. can't see him but like i know i was like oh whatever this is has got my back so like you're saying, there's like the the space holding or whatever the shaman's doing is very important because yeah. now you're not fear is not in getting involved in your experience anymore because you got this guy's got your back. Yeah. So same thing. Like, what do you say about it? I don't know. Twisting through eternity, living and dying forever, you know, like seeing the past, present, future all at once, all experience happening all at once. It's just like there's no way sorting through this. Wow. It's yeah. interesting that you guys had a very similar experience and it just sounds like even with him with him taking you guys together like brothers soulmates like they're just you're obviously like so very like deeply connected with one another and the vision yeah. that you guys are creating with Mountainhead and what you're wanting to do so 
Exactly. How, how does an experience like that then inform your life? What, what so, comes after that? You just saw life, death, eternities. Exactly. Right? <laughs> what so do you the do? Only re- the only reaction you can really have, honestly, I've ever seen is die laughing. I don't, there's not much else you can hit. Like that's like the body's overload reaction. Like mm-hmm. just laugh, but I don't know what else to do. Well, like, it is a pretty funny prediction. It is. Pretty fun. <laughs> it is. Yeah. And so we do that. We come down and laugh and it's like, almost immediately it's like was i just dreaming like you're sober immediately yeah you forget about it almost instantly like a dream like you would when the dream drifts away but you still got these pretty big imprints because it's like an experience like you've never had yeah yeah. and then this dog comes over to us and like licks us all in the face and the shaman's like this is good dogs are the guardians of this world oh no she's like he just he just sealed the ceremony ceremony." you guys have the good vibes the dog's like exactly come over here yeah. As we're going back with him, it turns well, out he drew he drew a line in the sand too when we were still sitting there. Right, and, he's and like, he said, "Forget about everything that happened prior to this moment, and you know what you got to do. Go do it." Yeah. Wow. So what like there was message. like it was like a literal like line in the sand kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> it was funny. You mean like to your past, like anything? Yeah, that's exactly. Come, come and like before. again, this like, like drop m- the backpack. The mountain head thing was kind of mm-hmm. in our heads in the surface, but we never we never kind of like okay, let's just do it. Like it was like. Always like kind of talking and and hawing about it, and, and it was like, feeble excuses. We, it's like we know. It's like we were just paying attention to the doubt part of us too much, and it was like, oh, or it, or go, like hanging again, hanging feeble excuses in the way of actually yeah. doing what you need to do. Exactly. Right. And just seeing that clearly, like it's mm-hmm. like, well, you're just sitting on excuses then. Yeah. Yeah. If, yeah. if not. What's up, everyone? It's your host, Cat, with a quick announcement. If you have been listening to Trip on this and have been wishing that you could tell your story on this show. Wish no further. I'm going to be adding four new bonus style episodes to trip on this featuring your stories. If you're interested in coming on, head over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review the show. Once it posts, take a screenshot and email it to me with how psychedelics have changed your life. What I love about this is not only does it help me with discoverability and helping others find the show, but it also gives me a chance to connect with you all directly. So if you're interested, I will put more information in the writing of this episode. And with that, back to the show. So then you you got the clarity around like, oh, all the excuse is a story, a protection of some kind. And right. now I have another choice, which that's always the cool thing I think with psychedelics is this idea that Absolutely. like it gives choice where it seemed sure. not to have choice before. I think that's, Absolutely. it gives space, right? To be yes. like, okay, well. I think I want things to be different or I'm not passionate or whatever. There's something more that wants to be birthed here. Yeah. And how immediate was that then? Pretty, it was pretty quick. I mean, we played that night actually. Yeah. We knew. Yeah. We did have a show that night, which was as Mountainhead. No, no. Oh, okay. okay. Well, thinking we were pondering about it. Um, uh, exactly. It was, uh, yeah, not long after because we had, we had knew we, the thing we were in prior had, had come to an end and, we were going to work with our friend Darcy Yates, who had been kind of mentoring us for, for years and years prior. And it was just like the time was ripe to make something really great together. And uh, it was just maybe, I don't know, I would say within two weeks of that experience, we at least had like, like we stole your head, kind of got beamed, it, beamed at least part of it to us. And we had like demoed it. And we were, and we were like, you know, we had say 15 songs. We were like, that one's got something. Mm. And that one was like the one that led us into the whole sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that song. Um, yeah. I'll, I mean, I'll that link one, it here for people. Yeah. Oh, thank nice. you. Thank it, you. Uh, it, that one really started it all. And, and I feel that song, I mean, 
it's pretty subtle what we're getting at, I guess, but like we're, we're kind of just trying to illuminate that whole thing in that song because your head is there to be taken by anything. Mm. And if you don't reclaim yourself, sayonara. Wow. That's interesting. It'll be taken everywhere. Yeah. And that's the whole joke is like, you can lend it to us for three minutes, but we're going to give it back to you. Yeah. You know, we're not going to be like, all right. Get yeah, you yeah. on the subscription plan. <laughs> yeah. The literal loop. Yeah. Yeah. The the consumerism that we all are, just there's like just the amount of consumption and, and you can really see with social media and advertising and marketing, it's like attention. Everything wants your attention. Your cur- yeah, exactly. you know, attention is currency. Like they sure, want yeah. eyes on your platform and this and that. And it's like taking that back for yourself and thinking for yourself. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, um, it is nice to have like a reclamation and it's cool that you guys were able to find a reclamation in your own sense of self and your music through Mountainhead and, and what you've created so far. How, how would you say psychedelics have impacted your creativity? You know, have you, was there any difference for you guys in, in terms of your creative process since your psychedelic experiences, whether directly or indirectly? Um, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Huge, hugely. I mean, <laughs> go ahead. Um, so in the like older bands we were playing, like we were super into like the sixties music, like the dead or Dylan or Hendrix, you know, that whole, like, it's totally. just a pocket of music. That's just amazing. Everyone knows it. Yeah. And then when the bands we were playing, we were kind of just in that zone still. And we had a hard time like breaking free from looking at the rear view mirror when making music Mm -hmm. rather than looking at the windshield. So that was a big thing too, is like the the way forth is going to be continuously unknown and you got to be okay with that. It's like, Oh, I can't do that. Cool. Grateful dead lick though. It's like, Mm -hmm. no, yeah, no more, no more referencing. Yeah. You got to just go forward. Yeah. So that was just the simply that, understanding was big totally and and the biggest thing i think for me with psychedelics was to show me that like i'm really not in control of this at all no i have very little to do we have very little to do with with any of with the music like it's Mm. again this this sucker is just here to receive signals it's not like yeah they're my signals yeah you know like language can make it seem that way or or a shitty song like a shitty song is if you tried to make it it's going to be shit but like Mm. any of the things that we've released and i'm not saying oh our songs are amazing but like the vast majority have just been beamed from right we've never tried to do i don't this. know where yeah yeah, yeah. Like it was it's just and that's where it really seems the things will be a little more in the heart you know like everything will kind of be in the right place when it's coming from the eternal i guess totally whatever it is how i love that the idea of just becoming a conduit for the music how if for artists out there and anybody who's creative how do you attune yourself to that and how do you trust that and sift through? Cause I'm sure there are times where things are coming in that you're like, is, do we want to go with it or do you always right. follow it? Right. Is it, when you get a beam, is it always a yes or is there a co-creation with the beam? Are you listening to what's coming through and you're like, is this hitting? It's are a little we following bit, a little it? bit of, uh, yeah, a little bit of both. Yeah. They, 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 it becomes like a self-referential thing. Cause again, like the, uh, kind of go back to that same, little lantern metaphor if you start to lay out a song and say say okay we got the verse bass guitar drums are in and we're listening to it it might start to inform 
what's next like the the song might tell you or like yeah you might hit the space bar at the right time that it cuts in the music and it's like oh, oh yeah you just heard it's like oh it's like what the hell okay it like stuff like that s- tends to happen with the good things mm-hmm. the ones that we fight with a lot we usually just abandon yeah there's no um, flow and, for it yeah yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, and like i i don't want to start getting into like too much of personal opinion on it because then it just it just falls into the trap and that like you're at the the question of to attune yourself to it it, it's it's so simple and so easy but like you really have to get yourself out of the way and not and show up and show up and not be so precious and personal about whose idea or who came up with what to be like look at this great thing like uh, again it's it's odd to even say like yeah we wrote those songs because in a lot of the ways i don't know what the fuck happened yeah there it is yeah. And like when we caught it, you record it and there it's stamped down. But in the catching process, I don't know. I love that. That's like it's that a humble way of mystery. looking at it, too. Yeah, and and it, it's two, helpful. Yeah, I'm sure it is. And I'm sure it's a great way to also not stifle creativity with being too. Um, yeah, like you guys getting too involved. And is this good and making music now? Like, will they like it? You know, right. making music for right. an outcome is probably a, a tricky spot to be and i'm sure a lot of people in the music business you know at the at the highest levels they're doing a bunch of stat you know getting oh, data yeah. and stats and trying to be like what yeah. do the people want but i'm sure like for you guys it sounds like it's it's coming from a much more um a higher place than like a what's the word i want to look for like a like a strategy you know like this yeah, is how we're gonna and, do it and that is getting just disgusting in the music <laughs> totally business. that makes the tiktok it's business, becoming really. a joke it's yeah. like the the big plan of every major label right now is okay up up and coming artists just c- keep covering songs until it pops on tiktok and it's okay we had the wu-tang thing that was a huge success for us mm-hmm. that was cool but if you become you know some of the people you're working with at that time they go okay what's the next cover and you're like no no, no. like if we build an audience because we're covering songs they don't want what we're doing. They want that. Yeah. So it's kind of this bait and switch for these quick, like pump and dump numbers right now. Mm-hmm. And again, we could get into how hollow everything's getting because we have lost the heart, but it's, it's just getting insidious. And what people want is good, honest art. What people want is, is another human to see another human that's there trying and being not yeah. some fucking strategy totally. on how to how to get the top streams like yeah. has you know, nothing to do with it. And I, but I think we're, we're coming back to the heart and, and, and I really like to, you know, as, as bleak and dark as it can kind of look mm-hmm. and especially with music and, and like that there is a hunger on the deeper level for something that's real and something that is inspired and something that has depth and trying things and maybe it doesn't work. And like, that's all part of the process. Like that's the joy of being alive as opposed to the manufactured version, because I can imagine even as artists, like, like there's no longevity in, in, in work. If you know, if you don't like what you're doing and especially now that you guys are like co-creating with the universe around your music, it, it, to me, you can't be led astray then because what's what's good for you is good for others and and when we do follow that flow that's where the miracles happen that's where the magic actually happens like you you might have your little bit of glory with your time but like as people are talking about on tiktok right now oh my videos aren't getting pumped out anymore and like i see a bunch of creators having a panic attack around it and and it's hard because there is a bait and switch but like that's where you do have to come back to your center and be like what's 
what do I want to make? And do exactly. I need to trust that it's going to work? Yeah. That's it. Well, and that's the whole thing is like the devil's handing out contracts left, right, and center. Totally. Right now. I think about like, that's, that's it. Are you going to betray yourself for what you think you stand to gain? Because if you are, that's the deal with the devil, not any of this shit that you could say, oh yeah, this is what it's like. If you betray yourself for what you stand to gain, that's the deal with the devil because you will pay for that on the other end. You might get a billion gajillion dollars and all these things you thought were cool, but boy, howdy, is that accountant coming to collect the debt at the end of the days, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and everyone's selling themselves short now because it's they're losing it. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of artists struggling with mental health. Obviously, Justin Bieber is now taking himself off tour. He's exhausted. He's just been pushed and like, you know, yeah. Who's, yeah. who's a bigger, you know, he's a great... Um, example of someone who's been like you know put into position as to how he needed to be and show up in the world and how you can see it's just a young man already him going like i like raising his hand and being like this is not sustainable and it's not working for me well it's like how many of those like sucker fish can a a great white take you know Yeah. yeah and i can imagine it's tough though you know you guys in the music industry and that is the dance of the devil and being like, can I, can I do this my way? And, um, or can I find a partner who is actually in alignment? Like, and I really believe that like, it's not all dark. Like you do find light. And I think the light does yeah, find yeah, the light. Sure. You know what I mean? Like sure. yeah. there are people that I, that I absolutely hope open, continue to open the path for you because they're on that wavelength. You know, there there's, we're in a dualistic world. So like, yeah, exactly. there's a lot of good still in music. Oh, and I think sure. if you find that and that's what people yeah. need. It, of course. And that's it. It's like, that's the whole thing too, is if you look at like all this shit that's been boiling to the surface, all the bad stuff, like, oh, look, the psychedelics are rearing their head at the same time. Mm-hmm. What happens when psychedelics are consumed beyond 51% in the population? If that happens, like again, the atom bomb and LSD, they were invented in the same year. These the, like the dragon and the, the tiger are always fighting yeah. and that balance is always sustaining it just always the negative the negativity gets way as way better pr team. just yeah, yeah exactly we pay more attention to the negative it's probably built in for survival reasons and an ancient part of our brain looking for snakes out in the sahara mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. i mean we're mm-hmm. still doing it but it's with words or opinions now yeah and exploited like there is exploitation yeah, yeah, sure. but again yeah. i don't think people it seems like i don't know but it seems like more people are asking what the fuck's going on totally. now more than ever 100%. Well, and that's 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 the place to start yeah no no i think there's a I, you know obviously a big uh, just like spiritual awakening happening yeah. in the world and i think you're i think about that question all the time around psychedelics the idea that psychedelics are having their moment now and especially like coinciding with covid with like mental health and you know right. it's i i've heard a lot of people basically say like you know, psychedelics aren't a panacea, which basically means like a catch-all, right? Like a that yeah. this is going to be the answer for everyone. I was like, it's not. However, it's going to, based on my experience and a, many people I know, you do start asking the bigger questions and you might just be blasted into alternate realities where you're seeing life and death collapse in front of you and nothing can ever be the same after that. And so you're right. going to start to ask oh. yourself, maybe I shouldn't give that much of a fuck about this small thing because there's a lot more going on than we see with our physical eyes. And that's the cosmic cosmic giggle. Like I always love that that Alan Watts, I'm going to bastardize the quote, but like- Great. (laughs) uh, Excellent. uh, You're putting me off the track. I'm going to forget it. Um, It's like man suffers because he takes what the gods made for fun serious or something like Mm -hmm. that. And like 
people can get caught. There's so many intricacies that you can get stuck on in there. Like if you want to talk about the checklist, but it's like fully zoomed out, you understand that. And on a psychedelic, you'll understand that where you're like, yeah. this little the monkey game we're playing on earth yeah. or even earth, how small earth and the concept of this entire thing is because infinity is infinity. Yeah. And it yeah. just is like all this other stuff is just a little toy a little for us to games. play with. Totally. Yeah. Well, we totally get invested in them and get t- tugged in and hooked in. And like, that's part of the fun. Too. And why not? Totally. If you We're living yeah. the human experience. I mean, it's not yeah. about like floating away out of the body, you no, know, it's yeah. about like being here, but also like, like you said, like the cosmic playing with it a little bit, exactly. like just having like, a little like fun with it. Necessarily. Yeah. yeah. And even and I think the t- that's sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Jinx. It's just, it's like a, it's just a funny thing because like, again, like you're saying it, it isn't a blanket solve all, but like, if people sincerely want to come to the moment and get all the horse shit out of the way, yeah. well, this is the way. Totally. Like, again, you can meditate. We were into meditation, we're into yoga, we're into all this stuff to try to keep that place there. And that's another thing with trying to stay attuned with what's going on when we're right. creating. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. people are just so far off in terms of, you know, like psychedelic to me now means grounded <laughs> and grounding because I think Not the, far out. the normal people are far out. They're way gone. Yeah. Way gone. And all the all the hippies are the ones going like, where are you going? Yeah, there's nowhere to go. Totally. But you're off telling yourself, chasing this phantom. Yeah. And you know, if you want to get that phantom out of there, the psychedelic will do it. It's not going to be pretty. Yeah. But no one, you know, and no one wants to. Do you have 12 hours of potentially the hardest 12 hours of your life? Yeah, you for do. Trip, but yeah. are you going to do it? Yeah, I think a lot of people are now saying yes, though. A lot yeah, of people yeah. oh, are going sure. it's poor. It's because you get to the end of the rope, you get to the yeah. end of the rope, you're going to blow. So it's like, it's totally. a natural thing. Totally. And it, and it becomes, you know, even the, I just did a mushroom trip that happened to be very, just like a challenging one. And I kind of knew it was going to be a little shadowy. And I got to say, it was, was it like, the, sorry, was it the nine grammar? No, no. Did you l- that, listen to that? That's a huge, commend holy you God. on that. You are <laughs> holy shit. Juggernaut. Oh my God. Penis envies are fucking. That was oh, ghost, ones, ghost penis envies. So it's like, I was like a mix of the two, but the ghost ones, like the amount of strength I had just point, just to like give, like to throw myself back into understanding how strong that was. Cause I hadn't had them prior to the 9.25, like ooh, rookie mistake. I then had 0.88. It was like one. It's like this like little nub. That's what they look like. These like weird little thumbs, but they were super dense. And I was like 0.88. And I was like seeing like grids in the dark (laughs) sky. And I was like, well, no wonder 9.25 grams of this was a fucking lot. And maybe a little bit too much to go out and hang out in a park, basically, like you guys did. (laughs) Yeah. But no, this one was a, a recent one I did where I, I had um, about like a half an eighth, like 1.65 grams, but of the same strain, yep, yep. same mushroom. Yep, yep. And uh, yeah, it was uh, pretty uncomfortable and it brought up a lot of just feelings like a deep, deep loneliness for me, like extraordinary yes. loneliness. I was like, holy oh, yeah. fucking shit, this sucks. And I couldn't get out of it. But after there was something... Like while I was in it, it's like almost, I don't want to say it was like part of the fun, but it was like, I am working here and I know that like, I'm not enjoying this right now, but like I'm getting somewhere and I'm getting, I'm at least getting to a starting point called, okay, you need to address something here that you've been like consuming away. You know, I don't think of myself as like usually being lonely, 
because I have friends and family and I can go on my phone and do all these things. However, this loneliness was much deeper than what anybody oh, else yeah. can give me. The yes. eternal loneliness. The internal loneliness. And I was like, okay, this is a lot. But then it then brings me back to being like, how do you get okay on your own? How are you, how do you now fortify yes. yeah. this and know that you've got it all, that you yeah, are whole exactly. and that you don't need help here. But, but like, I think once you start the journey, you don't shy away as much from the discomfort because you know, Absolutely. on the other side of it, you exactly. do grow and you do change. For sure. So that's everyone always wants to know about the bad trip, but it the does. bad trip it's is not, like, yeah. that's where the results are. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you and fly through, yeah, you fly through and you're painting and your painting's moving in 3d, that's Ooh, fucking sick. Like yeah. who's going to have a bad time, but mm-hmm. like you realize, you know, you get some eternal loneliness or you get the, the room full of mirrors and you get hit with this stuff that you could have never suspected to ever show up. Mm-hmm. That's where you're going to go through the grinder totally. and usually come out blossoming on the other end. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I guess, pushing through the dirt to get the, the flower to the sun, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and there's times, you know, I've, I've absolutely heard people getting a little like destabilized by a very, very oh, yeah. big experience. For sure. And, and that's where it is important to put through like support and good. Like I, I haven't tried, um, I've tried five MEO DMT, but not DMT. And it's something like I would want to be held. Like you said, like you were talking about the safety, Kyle, to really, to take this all very seriously. I, even though I have fun with it, you know, I have fun. I, 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 but like you can have fun and not be frivolous or, you know, irresponsible. Like, okay. Exactly. You can yeah. have, you can, it could be all of it, but, um, but yeah, no, I, I love, I love both you said, I love the hall of mirrors cause that's a good way of putting it. Exactly. For sure. And that, those kind of things are, are tough to sit with because this is like what we're doing to distract ourselves from this. It's like, mm-hmm. this is a bad feeling we don't want to sit with and we just have to, to fill the void. It's us that, that's leaving the void. Mm-hmm. It's like, a, a, again, a loop. It's, an, yeah. it's a loop we have. Yeah. It's because we're leaving instead yeah. of staying with it. Totally. That's and we get, I mean, yeah. it's, when it comes down to it, it's not a joke. It's like, or the feeling is the toughest in the universe. Yeah. 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 It's that mammal, that like mammal instinct to like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Totally. And you can things trap are closing in, the corner. in. Things are closing in. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. That's Ooh. where it gets. But then these are programs in the nervous system. This is the yeah. harshest thing. Another, like, again, another thing on the, again, the checklist, the checklist can start at the personality, but it can go all the way down to single cell organism. The, like, at least for me, the most helpful thing, and I, I, it's not through any uh, effort of my own is transcending it all. Like mm-hmm. instead of trying to like sort through all that's gone on of all eternity, it's transcend <laughs> it all and just come, you know, that's come to the moment. Cause that, that's all it is. It's like, you, you know, we just had a, a friend recently do an ayahuasca ceremony. We're going to go do some ayahuasca ceremonies shortly. But what I've found on all psychedelics is just like, what is it that you're going to have to go through to be here now? Mm-hmm. And whatever it is, again, I keep going back to the same story, though. It's, it's just some story or some habit that you've really ingrained. And if you aren't going to come off of it on the way up, that's where you're going to loop. 
And yeah. that's where you get stuck until you can drop it and be here now. Yeah. Right. And these note, it's all words. It's all language. It's all English words. If that's your main programming language, yeah, it's yeah. all entanglement. All there. words holding us down. It's so bizarre that that's the case we find ourselves in. It's the mind that that the thinker, the thinking mind, just exactly. can, is left relentless. Exactly. And when, when people when people don't understand, you know, when you meet like a a stone, like someone who doesn't know that there's a house at the room they're in they just think there's a room it when you try to explain this stuff to them they're like what are you talking about there's a whole house here there's not just this room in here right and when you say well i can show you there and then they're like no but fuck no it's It's, uh, your own brain like yeah it's pretty wild that like some someone could hold off on realizing all their potential and all of infinity and all of eternity because someone called them stupid or ugly in like grade one like seriously that can clog you up like people are we're stuck on this again these are all mammal games this is like it's weird that we're like this uh like these like deities almost but we have to go from being like the primitive all the way up the spine to being god yeah and on the way there it's like everyone's throwing shit at you to try to keep (laughs) you from getting up to that realization Yeah. yeah Totally. I love that analogy. You know, and I, it it made me think too, like come back to the moment. One of the things that really also helped me in this, like this last trip that I did was when I kind of like worked through and got to a light moment, I started to look around and I really, really got that. Like, this is the miracle. And that this moment that me breathing here, that that I'm, that I'm, that I'm having this experience that I'm looking around. And I think there's a, I'm very guilty of this. And I think a lot of people are too, is like, we're not satisfied with earth. We want to be blasted off into some cool universe and see something beyond. And there's this tendency to want to leave the experience that we're in. And I, and I'm definitely somebody who's like that, you know, I thought the intention was going to be very different and it ended up becoming very human. It was a very humanly uncomfortable experience, but I was like, but this is it. Like, this yeah. is it. Like, this is the yeah. miracle. Like, like what, do you, what do you keep waiting for, Kat? In yeah. my, for myself, and I'm sure for others, what do you keep waiting for? You want to see, like, yeah. beings coming down? Like, maybe there might be, but, like, really and truly, like, you're looking at, you're looking at exactly the miracle. That's yeah, that's exactly it. it. And that's, that's, that is the realization. It's like, yeah. we're at the cutting edge. This is it. Yeah, this it, is it. Like, looking around like, your room, you're like, you found it. <laughs> yeah exactly you found what you've been yeah. looking for yeah. <laughs> well you can see like some of the the dark end of psychedelics i've seen is like if if you put your faith in the substance and not that it's interfacing with you then you can go in there chasing the deities and the beings and the zip zaps and the booty bobbies or whatever it is like you can go forever just yeah. reconfusing yourself re-imprinting confusion because if you want to get caught in the visual circus of it all it is beautiful it's a great thing these experiences when they hit they're immense but you need to remember who's involved in it and it's you it's not like these for all i know all this stuff is just allowing my brain to accept something mm-hmm. i because i can't say otherwise mm-hmm. I, i'm sure yeah there's the drug interface with it but like they just seem like invisible sacraments at this point because it's just like an allowance yeah to 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 be here and not like you're saying be like oh no, i gotta do this and that and build this whole thing and when when I've crusaded across the seven seas, yeah. then, you know, it's like, nah, dog, it's right here. Yeah. Yeah. And it always yeah. will be. 
It's yeah. never going anywhere. There's yeah. nowhere to go. So you got to get comfortable. It's yeah. it's funny. It's like a it's like fun. It's like ironic with psychedelics because they do take you to like all of these like extraordinary places to like yep. kind of wind up and being like. Oh, guess what? The gift of being alive. Like yeah, the right, gift of right being yourself right back where we are. Like we go an yeah. old way in every dimension to find out like, well, nowhere else to be, but right here. All right. Yeah. And the point is us just like remembering that we can just be here and do what we want and create. Yeah. And I think that's the, I think what psychedelics yeah. do do though, is they, they put us back into the creator position. Yeah, so suddenly yeah. it's like, okay, yeah, we are living a material life. However, if you know now that you can be accessing uh, the power of the universe, basically, and can be flowing with it, well, then it becomes a, a game almost of like, yes, okay, yes. like now I'm in the video game. Like, how do I, exactly. how do I let's dance now this with shit. this? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's optimize it for sure. So yes. I think it, but it brings us back down to like Earth, actually. For sure, for sure, Ultimately. and that's it. Because again, it's like people that are confused by the culture; they're the ones that are far out. Yeah, and. And it's, it's just, it's always these paradox. Yeah. Always, always. so it's, if it was any closer, it would bite you. Like yeah. that whole thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. but it is, it, there's a, I forget what, <laughs> is it the gene keys or what? But like the, you know, there's like the first and the eighth dimension. And I'm, again, I'm not a big dimension guy other than I understand like you when you, when you go out to those metaphor. experiences, yeah. I don't know what else to call them other than other dimensions, but yep. it's like the first and eighth dimension are the same, but the eighth is where that understanding you have is the where, first had never left the first the yeah. went through the whole circle you did the whole journey to come back so it's yeah everything's the same but everything's changed mm -hmm. and you can't you can't come back to the place like again enlightenment before enlightenment chop wood carry water after enlightenment chop wood carry water yeah yeah but, yeah, yeah. yeah different perspective shift though path. right because yeah. exactly from what i understand the the like first dimension would be like everything like it doesn't know anything of itself right yeah. like you're in the, the room dimension, you're, you're in, in the room, room. You are room. And then like the second being like, okay, there's something other than myself. And then the third, I guess what we're in, I mean, I, I can't like really talk about this in any kind of expertise, but that we can observe ourselves, right. right? It's all right. Yeah. But yeah, it's, um, it's fun. You know, I, I love the, I love like having one foot kind of like here and like, I guess, I guess both my feet here, but then also yeah, the door's uh, wide yeah. open. Yeah, like, that's actually when the door is the most open. When you are the yeah. most here and grounded and balanced, right. that's when that's when what I would say feels pretty damn supernatural happens. Well, yeah, you know, we're when, just like, oh, I'm a, I'm a fucking god. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, cool. And we're like, because you're not you're not separated from it. And you're anymore. not saying yeah. that to yourself. Or you're not yeah. doubling up. We can't say it with. You're, the medium of words, right? Yeah, you exactly. Mixed up right here with it, because the word makes it escape immediately. Exactly. But it's yeah. When you're just right fucking there. Yeah. At the cutting yeah. edge of everything. Yeah. You know when you're having like a beautiful meditation and it's like silent and still and you're just like in it and then all of a sudden you're like, this is great and you're like, can you stop? Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I this know. doesn't need to. Do I need to comment about like what? Yeah. It's like it just oh, yeah. couldn't. It couldn't. Oh, it needed deep. to get a word in. Like, yeah. I do I not know that this is nice? But like, let me say it to myself. Yeah, <laughs> and I then know. break yeah. it <laughs> there was there like i could that it's so funny it just reminded me of a time we were we we're on like a small dose of mushrooms we we're playing a festival the next day and we we're just like lying on the ground listening to the grateful dead and i was like would someone shut this son of a bitch up because it was me just like getting like interpreting everything i was like get the so fuck go away oh man we're saying we're like we already know you don't have to tell yourself <laughs>
You're like, but I want to be here for the ride. And you're like, okay, obviously I'm, I'm, there's some part of me that's like listening to this like talker. So yeah. clearly I can't be the one talking if I'm listening to it. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. I know. Here comes the mind. <laughs> yeah, mind totally. Then. Well, so my last question for you guys is really just coming back to, let's bring back to creativity, music, life. What, what piece of advice would you guys give to artists who are wanting to tap now into their own creativity? Like what's like a pro tip that you wish you knew in the beginning of your music journey, for instance, that that's been really helpful for you. Songs are number one. Big time. It's all about the songs. And the more you focus on the song and the less you focus on yourself, the better the songs will be, the more success they'll innately have. And try your darndest not to care about what's going to happen to the song. That's right. something that happens. That's, that's the wake of the boat. That's not at the front of it. You drive the boat to the destination you're aiming at and let the wake deal with the rest. Love that. That's a great piece of advice. Because fuck, I get in my own way. We get in our own that's ways our, all the yeah. time. Letting, letting it go. That's the trip. Letting it go yields the results. Yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, if you're focused again, if you're focused on results, you're fucked. Yeah, yeah. It's a tough one as a creator. And, yeah. and the biggest practice as for any for creator, sure. you know, anybody creating, like wanting it, that's where you get too precious around yeah. things. And then exactly. it also takes forever because your perfectionist <laughs> mind comes in and then like. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And like, you know what? It's better. I just don't do it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like, you don't want to get there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What but yeah, you, it's Kyle? especially now everything's metrics. The metrics are advertised. Mm-hmm. Fucking forget about it. Yeah. 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 What about you, Kyle? Anything, dad? I got just feet on the ground stuff that helps. Like uh, my thing is like the nervous system has to be calm before you're able to even pay attention mm. or you're just hearing static all the time and calling it yourself or whatever. And so like some practical things is like five minutes of meditation, five minutes of stretching and five minutes of breathing, like 15 minutes every day. Mm-hmm. will start calming all this noise down internally. Mm-hmm. And so you can start seeing clearly and start orienting yourself in reality and start understanding what's going on a little better. Otherwise, you're just listening to static, thinking yeah. it's what's going on. Yeah, you're a big great. red sore button. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's great. Yeah. Great advice, both of you. Thank you. Well, this has been fun. Where w- are you guys touring uh, in 2022? What you guys got going on? Where can people we, check uh, you out? We uh, well, we were fuck. We were, I wish we, we knew you. We were we were in LA in June. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, we dang. played in played in June. Okay, we'll come but, back. Uh, we, sh- we should. Yeah, we got our management's out there, so okay, we should cool. be there fair enough times we uh we're playing a festival on saturday in collingwood ontario mm-hmm. and then uh we're going to bc to record with garth richardson at his studio and then we're going to the yukon uh i think to do some <laughs> mushrooms in the mountains and hopefully not get in a fight with a grizzly bear yeah. excellent um, and then yeah i think we i don't know we got some gigs in october and shit i think there's a tour coming early 2023 yeah but cool. uh, just right now, go spin the new single automatic. Yeah. Just crack the top 40 in Canada. Yep. And, uh, you know, it's just getting started. So I love that. Whoever that wants to put is. more gas in that engine. Yeah, totally, totally. Well, I can't wait for people to discover you guys that you're definitely going to be a discovery. I think everyone's going to enjoy this this episode because I certainly did. It was fun. Oh, likewise. Yeah, class was, talking yeah. to you, Yeah, yeah. This was great. It's cool to talk about this stuff because most people, it, there's a closed door immediately. Yeah, or, yeah. Or there's a, a PR team going. Oh, God. To- I like- know, I know. Yeah. But like the thing is, this is, I think, part of the, just the psychedelic path is that 
Yes. Once you start on it, here. you're going to start thinking Absolutely. way beyond what you, you're the narrow lane that you have yeah. been operating in. And exactly. that's also just part of it. So it's like, if you don't, <laughs> if you don't want to like change it up, and like start seeing things differently. I would say don't do psychedelics for people that like, right. if you want to, if you like things as they are and you don't want anything to really start shifting or changing and how you see the world, like right. maybe this isn't the right time until you're ready to invite in. It's gonna, there's gonna be some perspective shifts. <laughs> yeah. Right. Have you met whether small or big. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the funniest thing is like, it's changing whether you like it or not, but yeah. okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Nature's gonna come knocking to come straighten out our little fucked up game we've been playing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's already begun. She's yeah. <laughs> she's here. <laughs> anyway, Nature guys, coming. Thank What's you so much way? again. I'll make sure to put all the links. Everybody, check out their new single. Their music is dope, and I appreciate both of your time. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Kat. This Yo, was Kat. this was a blast. Fantastic. Awesome. And for all everyone, best. as always trip on this thank you all so much for listening if you're enjoying trip on this definitely be sure to hit that subscribe button like and share it with a friend also if you're interested in more content from me i have a second podcast called life with cat walsh this is a personal journal style podcast where i talk really about the raw vulnerable nature of being alive of being on an entrepreneurial path of being on a spiritual awakening path and so I share in all that I'm learning, my pitfalls, and anything that's coming up in the hope that it helps you along your own journey. So if you're interested, definitely head over and check that out. Life with Cat Walsh is also available on YouTube and all podcast platforms. I'll see you guys next time.